0: What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Mark's Takes. The NBA Finals have concluded. Happy Friday. We have a new NBA champion, the Milwaukee Bucks. Shout out to Milwaukee. Shout out to the entire team. Probably, for me, the most likable team to win the NBA Finals. I want to say since 2014, when the Spurs won the Finals. And they took down LaFraud and his big three, and LaFraud was really bad. And we got to see Kawhi just blossom. That was probably like the one of the most likable finals for me was that Spurs win. So I want to say since then, Milwaukee Bucks finally NBA champions. It's honestly I'm so happy for them. I'm so happy for that city. So happy for the organization and so happy for the fans because they deserve it. Let's look back at the past two years. I mean, they were up 2-0 versus the Raptors. Choked, choked very badly. That's that's when Nick Nurse said, I'm going to build that wall against Giannis. And what an adjustment that was because Giannis couldn't do anything after they built that wall. Very shocked that Monty Williams never went to that adjustment. He just was letting Giannis drive, 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 which was a bit questionable. And then, of course, last year in the Mickey Mouse bubble, the Bucks were exposed. Not really exposed, but they just kind of shit the bed versus the bubble frauds, the biggest bubble frauds, Miami Heat. And that was, that was sad. I mean, they went out really sad that year. They were the number one seed, I think, both years, the past two years. This year, they were a three seed, which is very interesting because, you know, those past two years, they had just such high expectations. Everyone was expecting them to come out of the East or even win the finals. And this year, you know, when everybody's talking about the Nets, no one's talking about the Bucks. They're the three seed. They have such lower expectations this year. They finally did it. You know, they were they were underdogs. No one really cared about the Bucks. And they finally did it in the year where, you know, there was just such lower expectation, which is I think exactly what they needed. Like they were people were just assuming they were going to win the East versus the versus the Raptors that year and especially last year in the bubble. I don't even think people were questioning who was going to win the east. It was like Bucks, Bucks, Bucks. No way the Heat were going to come out of the east. So, yes, in a year where they were a 3 seed, they had such lower expectations, they were able to do it. Congrats to them. Congrats to Giannis. Obviously, Giannis is awesome. He's probably one of the most likable superstars ever. I I mean, it really went night and day very quickly. It was like People didn't like Giannis, and then this finals, they were like, no, like Giannis is the most likable player. We saw probably one of the best final finals performances of all time in that Game 6. He put up a 50-burger, a 50-burger at home in the NBA Finals to clinch their first title in 50 years. That was legendary. Like, it, it doesn't get much better than that historical-wise, sports-wise, like, even if you're just an unbiased sports fan, it does not get much better than that. Also, like, he didn't do it with a super team. He said this in the post game. Didn't do. He could have easily jumped ship like James Harden does or Kevin Durant. He could have easily jumped ship and joined a super team. Easily. But, no, last summer he stayed committed, signed the Supermax in Milwaukee, and said, I'm going to stay and bring this city a championship. And he I mean that's just not something you see very often with all the super teams. It's just so refreshing, so great for the game. I think Giannis and the Bucks winning, I know it's a we all say it's a small market, some very small market team, but Giannis winning was really great for the NBA. It was also great for the global aspect of the NBA but just what a story from Giannis selling CDs and t-shirts like 20 years ago. And now he's an NBA champion. I mean, there's just so many great stories about him. Like the first one, the first one was the CDs. The second one was when he was a rookie, he went to Western union in Milwaukee and was sending his family money back home in Greece. And he didn't have enough money to, get a cab to the stadium. They had a game like that day and he had to get to the stadium. He didn't have enough money for a cab, so a random Bucks fan like saw him running to the arena on the side of the street and was like, "Hey, like do you play for the Bucks?" And he was like, "Yeah, I really need to get to the game really badly." And the the, the random Bucks fan drove him to the game. That's how he got to the game that day. He was just a random rookie sending his family money at Western Union and now he's an NBA champion. That story was great. There were so many good Giannis stories, so many like good clips and videos that were all like they were such tear-jerkers. Honestly, when they won, I even teared up a bit. Just so happy for that city, so happy for Giannis, and so happy for the game because again, he could have easily jump ship. Jump ship. He could have joined the super team. But he didn't, you know, he stayed loyal to that city and they deserve it. Shout out to the buck. Shout out to Giannis. And Giannis probably gave Chick-fil-A billions of dollars yesterday. He probably shot that Chick-fil-A stock up way, way up. The Chick-fil-A stock goes way up. He invented, oh, well, he didn't invent, but he's he's going to start a viral drink trend. He's going to start a viral viral beverage trend very soon. It was a half lemonade, half Sprite, no ice from Chick-fil-A. And once people saw that, they were like, oh my gosh, I have to try that. If you didn't see the Instagram live or the clips, he was, he went to Chick-fil-A in the morning and he got a 50, 50 piece to celebrate his, you know, 50 points in the NBA finals. He got a 50 piece and he got a half, Sprite half lemonade, which is I've never heard of that, but I'm not going to lie. Once I heard Giannis say that I was like, okay, I need to try that like ASAP. I need to try this half lemonade, half Sprite, no ice. And I'm a little scared because I love the ice from Chick-fil-A. It's like the little like pelts, you know, of ice there. The ice there is it's so good. It, It beats every other ice place, like every other fast food ice place. Chick-fil-A as the best ice. So I'm a little worried not getting the ice, but I'm going to try it next time I go to Chick-fil-A. He sent Chick-fil-A stock way up. He was in the drive through. There was fans like in, like right next to his car. He, he even let a fan like touch the trophy, which was pretty funny. Cause I know a certain somebody that would never, never let a fan touch the trophy, LaFraud talking, to, talking about you. And he was letting fans touch the trophy. He was letting fans come up to his car and take photos. It was just such a genuine moment where you're like, wow, like he really just gave the city the greatest thing ever. You know, like he w- he's responsible for giving the greatest gift to the city. And it, it was just so genuine. It was so heartwarming. So shout out to the Bucks. Shout out to Giannis. He's going to have fans for a very, very long time. Not just Bucks fans. NBA fans, I think he really won over all basketball fans in this series. Just his, it's even not even on the court, even just off the court, on and off court personality, I think won over basically the entire basketball world. Like, if you're not rooting for him at this point, I don't really know what's wrong with you. I'm going to be rooting for him for the rest of his career. It was just, it was awesome to watch. Really, really awesome. And... Yeah, shout out to the Bucks. Now let's get into the Suns. Man, oh man, let's light one up for the Suns pack. We're smoking that Suns pack, even though it's Friday and they lost on Tuesday. I'm still smoking that Suns pack for probably the next month because the Suns are the most overrated team to ever make the finals in NBA history. I'm taking a certain dig at somebody that said the Bucs were the most overrated team. The Suns are the most overrated team. I would even argue that the Suns are bigger frauds than the, the Miami Heat in the bubble from last year. The Suns went through not one, not two, but three injured teams to make the NBA Finals probably the most overrated playoff run ever. They beat the Lakers without Anthony Davis. By the way, the Lakers were looking real good until Anthony Davis went down, by the way. They had him right where they wanted him, the Suns. Soon as Anthony Davis went down, Suns took over. No Jamal Murray. I still think that the Suns would have won that series, but not in four games. No way in four games they would have won, which allowed them to have so much more rest for the Western Conference Finals where the Clippers were missing Kawhi Leonard, And they had, what, a day and a half worth of rest? 36 hours worth of rest? So, yes, the Suns playoff run, the most overrated I've ever seen. More overrated than the Miami Heat from last year. Frauds. Chris Paul is a generational choker. Generational. What we are watching with him is generational choking. He's the first player to give up four leads in a playoff series. Generational choker. I've seen it so many times. I actually have a graphic that I want to pull up because there was like this graphic that I saw and it was with every every playoff thing that he's, that he's blown. Let's see. 2013 versus the Grizzlies on the Clippers. They had a 2-0 lead. 2014 versus the Thunder. They had a 1-0 lead. 1-0 is not a big deal. 2015, versus the Rockets, 3-1 lead. A 3-1 lead. He, he, that was the year they made Josh Smith look like a prime Shaq out there. They had Josh Smith look like a prime Shaq. 2016 versus the Thunder, they had a 2-0 lead. 2-0 lead. 2017 versus the Jazz, a 2-1 lead. In 2021 versus the Bucks, a 2-0 lead. I think there's a lot more than what what this graphic is saying. But it, that was like the easiest graphic to find. So, yes. Uh, I mean, Chris Paul is a generational choker. Generational. What we are watching with him is just, we're not going to see it. Oh, here we go. 2-0 versus the Spurs in 20, 2008. 2 1 versus Grizzlies. 3 1 in 2015. Here it goes 2 0 versus the Blazers in 2016. He broke his ha- hand. 3 2 versus the Warriors. That was the year we had the uh, Scott Foster Masterclass, I believe. And then this year, 2 0 versus the Bucks in 2021. Generational Choker. I mean, we also have to talk about Scotty Foster for a second because Scotty is an American hero. He. That stat that Chris Paul is like 0-13, 1-13 with Scotty, with Scotty reffing is fantastic. As a Clipper fan, when Chris Paul was on the Clippers, Scotty Foster was like, he was the most hated person ever. Like, and I always thought it was because he hated the Clippers. No, he hates Chris Paul more than anybody on this planet And that stat that Chris Paul is like, what, 0-13, 1-13. The one game they won in the playoffs this year with Scottie Foster refing, Chris Paul wasn't even playing. He was in health and safety protocols. So it didn't really even count because Chris Paul was not on the floor. So what we are watching with Scottie Foster versus Chris Paul, it's fantastic. Scottie Foster, I, I salute to you. You are an American hero. And just... It doesn't really get much better than Scotty Foster sending Chris Paul. You know, I, I don't even think the officiating was that bad, to be honest, in in, the, uh, in Game 6. It wasn't bad. There, were, Giannis did shoot more free throws than the entire Suns team. But I feel like on a normal night, the Suns would take that. But Giannis shot like 17 for 19 from the free throw line. So I feel like on any other night, the Suns would have taken that because you know, yeah, he's going to shoot a lot of free throws, but how many is he actually going to make? Well, game six, he shot 17 for 19 from the free throw line. He had more free throws than the whole Suns team. But I don't think the officiating was that bad. There wasn't, you know, sometimes Scotty Foster has these, like, notorious bad calls that are so obviously blatantly against Chris Paul. I don't think, I didn't really see any of those, Um, in game six, but I bet he was very, very happy to watch Chris Paul walk off the court, probably never going to get to the finals ever again and walk off the, walk off the finals court, a loser. I know he enjoyed that. I really know. I know he did. And we also got a Chris Paul ISO cam at the end, which was pretty ruthless. That was mean. I mean, I don't feel bad because I look back and He spent the entire playoff run trying to intentionally injure other players and flopping. So I don't really feel bad. But the ISO cam by ABC, absolutely ruthless. He didn't shake hands either. He went straight to the tunnel and they just, it was only him in the tunnel and they had an ISO cam on him walking to the tunnel. Really, really sad, really sad. And... I loved every minute of it. Do I think it was slightly mean? Yes, I did. But he didn't shake hands, and he tried to intentionally uh, injure Giannis in the game before. So I I do think it was a little mean, but I don't really feel bad for him. So, yeah, Chris Paul, you're probably never going to make it ever to the finals ever again. So, I hope you enjoyed your little hospital run to the NBA finals where you went through injured team after injured team after injured team because you're never going to get here again. The Lakers are going to be back, the Warriors are going to be back, the Clippers are going to be back, the Nets are going to be back. So, good luck to you. This was the really the one chance you had and you choked. You did what you do best. You choked in the, in a playoff series up 2-0. So, that's enough about Chris Paul. Let's talk about the other guy, Devin Booker. Devin Booker had 2 40-point games. He had himself a very, very good finals. He had a good he had a great playoffs. He really did. I was very impressed by his playoff run. However, Game 6 he was horrible. I don't know if he ran out of gas. I don't know. I don't know what happened. He I'm guessing he did run out of gas because you know he was caring. He was caring for two games that they lost. That you know that they lost because because Chris Paul was so bad. Like he had forty points, but game six in a in a elimination game, he was bad. He was very very bad, and I just think it's more. He ran out of gas. He ran out of gas. Um, he was a minus fifteen. 22 points I believe he had. No, no, no. He had 19 points. He had 19 points. That's horrendous. At he shot 8 for 22. So, just not good. He was 0 for 7 from 3. I don't know if that's fatigue, but it, you know, it may be fatigue, but it's also important to note the Kardashian curse. Was that the Kardashian curse? It might have. It might have been it's it's a combination of Scotty Foster, the Kardashian curse, CP3's a generational choker, and DeAndre Aiden also, you know, he shit the bed. I've never seen a bigger drop-off in, a, in two series. Like, first, the Clippers, he was people were saying he was, like, prime Shaq. And, versus the Bucks, he shit the bed. He was, his fingers were shaking to, like, grab a rebound. That's how scared he was. He was terrified. I don't... I mean, Giannis, yeah, Giannis is, like, the best player in the NBA. I would be scared, too. But it's like, dude, you're in the NBA Finals. He's also just a kid. He's, like, 22. It's his first playoffs. Like, I get it. The moment is big. The Finals is the biggest moment of them all. But he shit the bed big time. Like, I was like, bro, where are you? Like, I I haven't heard about Aiden in, like, four games because he just, he's gone. So Aiden disappeared. Kardashian curse strikes again you know the Kardashian curse strikes again and can we talk about the Kardashian curse had quite a playoff run this 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 postseason we had Ben Simmons Ben Simmons probably the worst playoff one of the worst playoff performances with the you know famous pass the pass where he didn't dunk it we have Devin Booker Losing the finals and shitting the bed in the last game. Kyle Kuzma is, I mean, Kyle Kuzma, he's just terrible in general. I don't even think he had a bad playoffs. He's just terrible in general. Blake Griffin. Blake Griffin, they didn't make it to the finals. The Nets were supposed to make it to the finals, win the finals. They didn't do it. The Kardashian curse was stronger than ever this uh, this postseason. And it, and it was capped off. By Devin Booker having a horrible, horrible game in a closeout game. So, Kardashian curse is strong. I love Giannis. I- I'm so happy for him. He is so great for the NBA. I'm sad that basketball is over, but I'm very happy with this finals. Like, I'm very content. I feel like last year with the bubble... I was pissed that the Lakers won, and I was pissed that the Clippers choked, and I was pissed that the um, it was just a bubble. I, I wanted fans. Any team that wins a wins a finals or a you know series without fans, it doesn't count according to Mister Portnoy. Doesn't count. I fully agree. So I'm very content. It, it felt like normal basketball. The Bucks are the NBA champions for the first time in 50 years. The Suns are frauds. They always will be known as the frauds. The Phoenix frauds. And I'm so happy for Giannis. I really am. I almost, like, before I started recording, I was almost tearing up thinking about it. Because the parade's going on as I'm recording this. And I'm just so happy for the dude. I genuinely am so happy. No one deserves it more than him. Truly. So, yes. Shout out to the Bucks. Congratulations. Um, so for this, like, show and podcast with basketball ending, like, what's going to happen? I honestly, like, don't know. I like baseball, but I don't think I can sit here and talk about baseball for, you know, 30 minutes or however, however long these episodes are. I can't do that. So I'll probably transition this into a free agency NBA podcast talking about, you know, which team should sign who which teams should go after, which free agents, stuff like that, who the Clippers should go after, what adjustments teams should be making because it should be a very fun, very fun off season. We have the draft in just one week from today. Well, I'm actually recording this on Thursday. When this goes up on Friday, it will be six days away. We have the draft. So I'm going to be focusing on – well, first of all, I'm going to be focusing on off season. I'll talk a little baseball on here. I'll talk a little Olympics because the Olympics, uh, the USA team will be playing. But oof, the Olympics is starting today and it looks like it's in shambles. I think the COVID thing is just too much, too much for it to, to handle. Everybody seems to be like either dropping out because of COVID or like countries are pulling out because of COVID. Like it's really, the situation is very bad. It's a total Mickey Mouse Total Mickey Mouse NBA Finals. I mean, t- sorry. Total. I'm so used to saying NBA Finals after Mickey Mouse. Total Mickey Mouse Olympics. Whoever gets the most golds. Except if it's the U.S. If it's another country, it's a Mickey Mouse Olympics. If it's the U.S. that gets the most, it's not a Mickey Mouse. That's just how it works. Sorry, other countries. Like, that's just the way it works. And um, talking a little Olympics basketball. Because it should be interesting. I think they'll be tested. Oh, also, it's very very funny to know about Middleton and Drew Holiday and Devin Booker all getting on one private plane and going to Tokyo. I would love to be a fly on the wall in that PJ, in that private jet, because that has got to be awkward, like really awkward. You have two dudes that are wearing like, they're probably wearing full Bucks championship gear. They're probably like still blacked out drunk. And then you have Devin Booker, who's going to be like silent, sad, depressed on like it's a very long flight. That's like a 17-hour flight to Tokyo. And obviously you spend a lot of it sleeping, but I would love to see that first interaction where they like dab each other up. I I would love to see that. I I just I want to be a fly on the wall so badly in that in that private jet. But yeah, so we're going to talk a little Olympics basketball. I think it should be interesting because I think they are going to be tested at first. I think they'll get it together, but I think they will be tested. We'll be talking NFL, the NFL preseason, believe it or not, is starting very soon. I'm so excited. I'm so excited because I love football. I love college football. I love NFL. I love basketball so much, but there's nothing better than Sundays, watching NFL all day on your couch, watching college football all day on a Saturday. There's no better feeling, and there's no better feeling winning money by gambling on those sports responsibly, but... I'm just so excited for football. I, I, lo- I like baseball, but it, it just can't be my, like, prime sport to watch. I, I can only do so much of it. So Olympics, NBA offseason, draft, and NFL, we're going to be loaded. You know, it, it, it may be quiet in the sports world, but once these free agents start going, it's going to get crazy, and I'm excited. I'm excited to see which teams, you know, get who, which free agents sign sign to which teams i'm excited so yeah thank you all for listening if you haven't followed on spotify be sure to hit the follow button follow me on twitter at gracie marks and follow me on instagram at marks's takes hope you all have a great friday great weekend and i'll catch you all in the next episode peace out <laughs>